Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, party people, it's Ashley of SingleWomanChronicles.com, where being single is a beautiful choice rather than a miserable circumstance. And today is another episode where I interviewed a lovely young lady that found love after 30. But her story was truly orchestrated by God. Not only did she find love after 30, she had been celibate for seven years. And she talks about how sometimes when you're waiting, the waiting feels like it's in vain. You know, it just feels like you're waiting forever and nothing's going to happen. So, you know, since this is such a powerful ep- episode, the enemy was all up and through trying to ruin it. So there are a lot of technical difficulties with the visuals. If you are listening, you won't hear anything. It's going to be, it's going to flow great. But if you're watching, you're going to see some frozen frames and just sometimes her screen blacks out. <laughs> and I edited it the best I could, but there are still some frozen frames. So I just wanted to let you guys know, just in case when you're watching, you're like, oh my God, what's going on? Keep watching because it's not like that. Most of it, it is good. So right now I look a little crazy because I'm feeling a little under the weather, but I still wanted to get this episode out for you guys to enjoy. The title of this is When God Writes Your Love Story. And this is Tiffany's story, you guys. So tune in, listen to the whole thing because it is so powerful. And I know that it's going to inspire some of you ladies who have been waiting for a while for your husband and you want God to write your love story. Without further ado, here goes Tiffany's story. I read the weight before I started my weight, right? And so, you know, Meg, Megan Good, her and Devon, they got together like nine months after her celibacy. And I feel like the same thing happened for Sierra. Like she was celibate and then immediately she got her man. So I'm like, God, hello. (laughs) Why am I still single? This is dumb. (laughs) So my name is Tiffany um, Walker now. I was previously Tiffany Rose. And I am, um, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee, but I currently live here in Atlanta, Georgia, where I've been for the last seven years, and um, really, that's that's it about me. I um, just a shameless plug. I am a your local realtor. Um, for sure, you're plugging. Yeah, and therapist. So I'm you say, aren't you a therapist? Wait. <laughs> so I help you buy a house and help you get your mental health together. So that's exactly. what I do. <laughs> I love to hear it. All right, let's jump straight into it. So. I met this beautiful young lady at a celibacy event, like in 2019, I don't believe. I think so. I think it was. So how long had you been celibate around that time? Um, At that time, probably five years, five or six. Mm. Anyway, so you had okay. been celibate for uh, when I met you in 2019 for, you said five or six years. Yep. Yep. So Jesus. I think it was five years. Because I had only been, I I was, what, two years in, in 2019? And I'm about where you were now. And I'm like, whoo, Jesus, five, six, five, six. (laughs) 
So Girl. what made you choose your journey? Um, really? So initially when I was in, in high school, I made a decision to, um, to really try to wait to marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it was, um, I didn't feel like any pressure from like church or anything like that, but I really had a really strong conviction back then. And so I was like, I'm trying to do everything right. Um, and also I had a father that was listening like, okay, I want you to do, you know, what the word of God say, but then, you know, these high school boys, that, that, that ain't the type of relationship you want right now. And so just having that honest, and it wasn't something, because my dad is not somebody that's going to, you know, he wasn't overly macho and nothing like that. We had that conversation one time, and I was like, that's all I need to know, you know. So, um, so yeah, during that time frame, like high school, it wasn't until I got in my first relationship post-high school and, you know, really dealt with some rejection um, because yeah. I got tired of being friend zone. Like, I had guys that were, like, checking for me, but they're like, girl, ain't nobody finna wait for you. Like, what are you talking hey. about? So I ended up with a lot of, a lot of guy friends and um, just a little hurt feelings. And so um, there was one guy, he was like, listen, like, I'm trying to be with you regardless. And so I kind of let my guard down. And so mm-hmm. we dated for about six years. And so that was um, part of, you know, to, I felt like um, during that time, because we weren't on the same page mm-hmm. about it, like I still had my desire to want to live a life that would represent Christ well. Mm-hmm. And so as the years went on and towards the end of the relationship, um, I started really feeling a lot more convicted. Um, in my walk and just feeling like, you know, Lord, I was listening to a message and it was like, whatever the relationship is, it's either going to bring you closer or further away. Mm. And I don't know why they just resonated with me because I realized like I w- felt like it was taking me further away. Like I looked over the years of how the relationship had, you know, not necessarily like the person was a bad person, but we weren't living and the more I started trying to, you know, live according to, to you know, Christian life, it, it became a little more difficult because now you don't have the same things in common. And so mm. one day I was just in my bed and I said, you know what, I don't think this is going to work anymore and I want to be absent. And mm. that was probably, in the moment, it wasn't a hard decision. It was after because I didn't know how long I was going to be seeing. <laughs> I thought I was going <laughs> Listen, I'm stuttering because, let me tell you, I don't know about you, but, you know, I read the weight before I started my weight, right? And so, you know, Meg, Megan Good, her and Devon, they got together like nine months after her celibacy. And I feel like the same thing happened for Sierra. Like, she was celibate and then immediately she got her man. So, I'm like, God, hello? (laughs) Why am I still single? This is dumb. (laughs) It makes no sense. <laughs> no sense. So I wrote down, um, I remember, so in my mind, this is how I thought it was going to play out. It was like, okay, you made this big decision. You did God a favor, even though you didn't. You did God a favor, yes. I did, I'm did. i like, Lord, I didn't let my man go and offer you. And so it's about time you bring my real one. Like whoever you <laughs> So, oh man. So that first year. It was like, yeah, it's a little dry out here. Like, you know, it ain't nobody checking. I'm like, okay, my taste, 
I was going through a weird period because my taste in men was changing. Mm. And so it made me feel like um, I didn't like what I used to, well, I, I wasn't as attracted to what I used to be attracted to. And so it put my pickings down quite slim because I didn't even see those type of guys on a regular basis. Um, and so I was strictly like trying to limit myself to just church because I'm like, okay, clearly everybody out here ain't about this life. And I, you know, I, you know, meet somebody, but I had barely been on any dates. I wasn't getting that. Mm-hmm. It was just different. And so I remember kind of bending in my journal and this thought popped in my head. It was like, okay, seven years. And I was like, that mm-hmm. of the devil. Mm-hmm. And I remember writing it down. If I can find it, I'll share it. I haven't mm. been able to find it yet, but I remember that journal internet and I wrote down, the devil is a lie. Like, because So by this time, this was first year, how old were you? Oh, girl, I don't even know. Don't give me the lie. This is so like <laughs> seven minus. This is 20. So this is, ooh, hold on, let me do some math real quick. So this is 2013 when we, when we broke up, I think. And then, so this is 2014. Um, mm. So about nine years ago. So mm-hmm. yeah, so twenty four days. So nine years. So about twenty four. Twenty four. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. So seven years would mean that God is saying <laughs> that I wouldn't meet my husband until essentially twenty twenty. So mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not of the Lord. So I spent those seven years of on this wonderful search of my person, mm-hmm. and um. What I found was interesting was that um, I felt like the longer I waited, it, it I don't want to say it became, yeah, it did come, become easier because the temptations have started to change because, you know, we are tempted based off our desires. Right. And, you know, so it's like my taste had changed, so it wasn't as easy for me to, to just make a uh, decision to throw everything that I had been, you know, trying to do away. Um, because Especially it just felt, it felt who don't yeah. yeah, yeah, and wasn't because I was still meeting guys who were interested, attracted. I was attracted to them, smell good, look good, all that good stuff. Had a great job, but they weren't interested in any type of um, commitment. Mm, yep. And if I'm honest, we never even got to that part of like mm-hmm. trying to talk about a commitment because I never recalled ever having to tell a guy that I was asking. We just That's never right. got to that part. Yep. Like and it wasn't always by my my choice. It was just yep. like I would hear weird things like, you know, it's just somebody I can't do that. And I'm like, What? Like, what you talking about? So it was it was a very odd, but I think that was God holding my hand through it and supporting yes. me. Um, because he knew that he knows the areas that you you're, you fall short in or need support and he saw me trying to do my best and he kinda of stepped in <laughs> to get the rest. Well that's that's good. <laughs> I be telling folks like Sometimes you don't even get that far. Like, folks be like, how do you tell, how did you tell him? I did it. <laughs> we didn't get that far. Like, listen, like, what? In the night, where? How we get to the house? Yeah. Right. Sometimes you be talking to people and then they just ask themselves out and you're like, oh, this ain't one of them. And, I mean, looking back, I probably moved a little bit differently, un- not even knowingly. Like, you know, I think mm-hmm. it was just certain things that, you know, I maybe would have done differently if I were, you know, actively sexually active at the time. Right. But I, I just didn't, and so it never really crossed my, 
it never really crossed my mind because I'm like, I'm not even having these conversations. People like, I, he left after I told him, I'm like, I didn't even get a chance to tell him he was gone. Right. <laughs> already over. I don't know. <laughs> like, okay. So, fast forward because you are now married. Mm hmm. And are you pregnant? Mm hmm. <laughs> and pregnant. This is beautiful. I love this. So, how did we get there? So, tell me about you meeting your husband and because you were on year wood of celibacy by this time. I mean, uh, this was 2020. So remember, I wrote down seven. Yep, year seven. And it was um, <laughs> at the end of the year. So don't God play too just, much. Don't so God play way check too us, much. Check this out. Check this out. So I was like seven years between um, when I wrote down that I was going to actually meet my um, meet my husband. So let me just clarify something. So. Between me writing that down, twenty this is like twenty thirteen, the summer I'm at twenty fourteen, I write down the seven years from twenty thirteen. I'm like, absolutely not. Twenty fifteen, I was like, you know what? This is not it. Um, slipped up. So I'm counting from twenty fifteen. Ah, uh, okay. Gotcha. Twenty fifteen. Gotcha. Yep. And so, um, seven years come around and this is seven years of singleness. Like no relationship. Yep. And so, um, a pandemic hit and I'm like, I can't even be outside. Like I can't even meet nobody. Like this is insane. So I um end up getting into a really short lived relationship that summer and moving forward from that. Right around I went on a fast December. And it was a very unique fast because it wasn't like um I was specifically praying for a husband. I was really trying to prepare. I, I think I listened to a sermon somewhere and it was like, you know, preparing for the new year. Like, why not wait? Why are we waiting to the top of the year? Right. Let's end the year and ask God, prepare our hearts for whatever God is bringing the next. And so that's what I was doing. And so I was pretty open. Um, I remember specifically when I was praying about what I should fast from. Um, it was mainly um, like food, and water and usually I do social media mm -hmm. but that wasn't one thing that was it was almost clear that it wasn't supposed to be social media mm. and so um I just limited my time on there I would always start off with like my devotion or something like that and then I would go from there to you know whatever social media but I was being really intentional about you know stopping eating at a certain point and what I was eating and trying to just kind of reset my body um and so I was really trying to build discipline in that area and really just trying to see what God was saying to help me go on to the next. So fast forward, um, I joined Facebook dating, I think maybe like October or September of that month of the year. I went on one day. That was a joke. But um, after that, I didn't really get discouraged after that. I was just like, whatever. I was really um, on my walking into my femininity and I'm mm -hmm. going to be out here dating and apply these skills that I was learning from this girl online. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, I've been doing dating wrong. That's probably why I haven't had some lines yeah. up because I'm like, I'm out here just not, not walking in all of my feminine energy. So mm -hmm. that's what I was on. I wasn't even thinking about whether or not I was going to be my husband for real. I was just like trying to really grow more right. familiar with dating because I'm like, right. I haven't been on date. <clears throat> so, um, Sunday, Sunday, I think it was December, 
I don't want to get the dates off, but that one of, I think it was like December 22nd or something like that. <clears throat> you know, I matched with him on Facebook dating. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> and that was actually the last day of my fast. So I got out with one of my friends and um, I was sitting there at the table eating my first pizza since I've been fasting. <laughs> and <laughs> I know you're excited. <laughs> I was tearing that little flatbread up. And so, um, anyway, I, I matched with him. Didn't think nothing of it. He sent me a message, and I messaged him back. And then um, we end up, I liked his approach. He was very respectful, you know, like, you know, asking me about my holiday plans because it's right before Christmas. Mm -hmm. And so we end up talking on um, December 26th, and we spoke for about an hour. And so the conversation was good. I always joke. I'm like, yeah, the conversation ended 59 minutes. And that's like, <laughs> Well, did you have me on a timer? Like, like right. Because he was like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to hold you up. It was really good to talk with you and da 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 da. And, you know, if you're open, like, I would love to go out when you return. <clears throat> and I'm like, looking at my phone, I'm like, I took a screenshot. I'm like, he tried it 59 minutes on the dot. And so. <laughs> That's so funny. And, women, uh, women so suspicious. Like, we, we so suspicious. Yeah, I, was, I was like, what do you got? What do you got me on the time before? But um, so after that, um, we decided to go on our first date on December 30th. And I mean, it was just a different kind of piece. Um, I got dressed for it. I didn't get extra anything. You know, I wanted to be presentable. But, you know, I was just like very calm. I had a very uh, calm spirit about it. Um, and we had a great date. And I always joke again because I'm like, you ended the date right at like two and a half hours. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> two hours. It was like, all right, well, I don't want to keep you. And I'm like, what is the time you I was like, what, 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 what you got going on? But not like in a negative way, but I was like, I'm really weird with time. So maybe that's why I'm thinking he was. But, um, and so the next day I was actually leaving, which was December 31st. Um, and I drove to Charlotte. And um, I was telling my friend because he called or whatever. From that from that point on, like it was very easy going. Um, mm -hmm. There was not like a point where I'm wondering, like, oh, is there somebody else in the picture, or you know, what does he think about me? Like, does he want to be like? It was none of that. It was very like easy going. And um, somebody else asked us about how we describe how we would describe it. I'm like, it wasn't my normal. Um, like over the top fluctuation of like emotions, mm -hmm. and, like it wasn't that, and you know we can get used to that and realize that we can totally miss the the price of peace and right. being able to just be able to enjoy and learn someone and and grow. And so, um, yeah, I told my friend he had called me. I was like, "Girl, I might marry this man," and she said, "For real?" I was like, "Yeah." And even though I said it jokingly, but I, I kind of meant it, you mm -hmm. know, because I was just like when we were at dinner and some of the stuff, it's funny because he didn't even remember. But I prayed before I got in there. I was like, oh, Holy Spirit, reveal all things. And we talked mm -hmm. about about a lot of stuff. He's like, I told you that. I said, you did. Right. You know, <laughs> and did. And so um, and so it was just a really good conversation. We learned uh, one of the things that I was looking for was. Not only somebody that I was attracted to, but somebody that I wouldn't have to initiate 
mm. the walk with Christ. Like, Hallelujah. it just, it, I was just tired. I can't even lie. I, was, I felt like I was getting closer. Mm-hmm. The, the, the date I had before was getting close. Right, you know, just like right, right. Oh, okay, we're getting somewhere. To, at least right. we're doing uh, Jesus, you know, wherever he is. I hope he's doing well. But yeah, it was just like not a good fit. But it was like you know, at, le- at least we were getting closer. You know, he at least had a relationship with the Lord. Right, and so right. When um when I was at dinner with Byron, we were able to openly talk about our you know our activity like in the church and not just attending but actually being active and. You know, there were a lot of things that aligned outside of that, you know, even like our families. And, you know, I went back and found my my list of things I was praying for. And he pretty much checked everything, even yes. the small things that I had. I didn't, you know how you look back and listen, like, why did I even put that there? Somebody right. not had that for me to put that, you know, because I had something with um, both parents being married. Now, for oh. me, though, those things were not deal breakers because I'm right. like, Listen, there's not enough men out here to be having a super, 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 super specific list. Right. It was just a, I guess, a genuine desire is that I wanted someone to be able to, you know, have a good relationship with their families and for them to be married. And, you know, his parents um, got married the year after mine did, so 39 and 38 years. And um, it was just like little things like that, even down to like his complexion and how he did his beard. I'm like, why did I write that again? It was you wrote that on your life. list. And I'm like, that didn't even match up. Say it's something didn't match up with what I was. And make it plain, okay? Like, but I, I stopped, you know, because I wanted to be open. And I remember I wrote it down, but I didn't want to have it where I was measuring everybody by these, um, by these carnal things. And right. so... You know, I wanted somebody that had a relationship with Christ, and I wouldn't have to be like, well, did you go to church today, or did you, you know? And sometimes that's what folks got to do. But for me, I was just like, I really wanted someone that I could feel comfortable allowing them to lead because I'm a great leader. Look at that. You better say it. I'm a great leader. So if you ain't going to lead me, I'm going to leave myself. I'm you, girl. What? I'm going to take the lead. I don't know what you. Listen, listen, don't worry and it, it won't even be on purpose. It's just like default. Like, uh, I'm leading. I'm like, okay, you tried. That's cute. Let's yeah, move on. That's cute. Right? That's, that's, that's kind of how, how I am. And so um, it, it was adjustment even allowing him to even take on that role because I was so used to not doing it. So you um, feel like conversation. Mm-hmm. investing in your feminine energy helped you to do that before? Yes, yes, because it helped me with, because um, if I look at my, my dating history, it wasn't very vast. Mm-hmm. I technically only had, beside my, my summertime fling, like before that, I had only had one boyfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, gotcha. You know, I mean, it, makes sense. I get it. It, it was, it was, I understand. it was very limited, so I really wanted to learn how to adjust to adult dating. Mm, um, that makes sense. Because it's easy to date in college because y'all all together every day, all day, you know. It's you way know, more options. Of, it's a lot more options. It's a lot more opportunities. It's a lot more like-minded people in some space, same space. So it's very different. So I was frustrated because I'm like, what am I missing? And really, I wasn't if I'm honest, like I wasn't missing a whole lot, but but I think it was just God's timing. 
And he allowed me to really kind of be in a space where I was more open to um, trying new things, you know. And, I mean, it's, it's really silly. But one of the things that she said that um, stuck out to me, she's like, say a man's name. She's like, you know. Um, <laughs> um, from- it's funny you're saying that because I don't. I'm like, dang, I really don't do that. And I'm such a tumble. I'd be like, bro. Me. I'm from Memphis. And when I tell you, if I turn this switch on, it's on. And I'm like, you what up, bro? Like, oh, you fine, bro. Like, no, you that is not. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Tiffany, you're not in high school no more. Like, let let it go. So now that, now that I'm the man, he, look. <laughs> so she was very, like, I was in a posture where I wasn't like, oh, here's. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Some woman go trying to tell somebody. Right. How to like every woman. But it was interesting because when he wrote me and... I said something and I used his name. It stood out to him. Wow. When he read it, he was like, oh, now me, I'm just trying something new. You That's trying to, me. No, you to, you listening to wise counsel is what you're doing. Okay. Yeah, listen. Honestly, I battled against that too, the whole femininity. I have an episode a while back, like about femininity and how a lot of people teach it wrong. Like they teach it from the perspective of like, you have to be prissy, but prissy don't mean feminine. Like being feminine more so is like taking your guard off, putting it down, understanding that you can trust a man in your space and moving from that, not yeah. moving from that. <laughs> like, yeah, right, because, you know, yeah, because like, if you just look at the natural way of things, like the guy is the protector, but when we don't feel protected, we start putting on that. That yeah. armor. And as a result, you know, now somebody that recognizes the woman in us can't get to us because we're so guarded. And so I think that shows up in multiple ways, you know. And if you had asked me, I probably would have been said, like, no, I'm pretty open. But it was just like small things like, you know, embracing, like being able to do something simple as like say his name or um, allow him to do things that I can more than capable of doing. Mm-hmm. There's certain things even now. I'm like, I can do that. But it's something about allowing him to be able to mm-hmm. operate in his masculinity and be able to to do things for me and not get into the space because sometimes, especially when you marry a little bit older, it's easy to, um, and it's not something I've mastered, but I'm trying to learn mm-hmm. how to let go of some of that independence because yeah. while it was very it worked well in one season, it needs to adjust. It doesn't need to go away, but yep. it needs to just adjust to having a partner because it's very different when you don't. When I'm managing everything on my own, I don't have to worry about, you know, if if, if, it, if it succeeds, cool. If it fails, cool, because it's all on me. Right. But it's different when you're... But um, it's different when you are on a team and you have somebody that you all can that you can trust because they are a leader in their own right, and so it makes for y'all to be better team players, 
if you are able to have somebody that you all both recognize, like your strengths and things like that. So I think that um, it's a journey. It's not something that I I feel like I wake up and be like, huh, I've mastered that today. But it's some days I'm like, girl, you did good. And some days you're like, no, So tell me the timeline. So you guys met Facebook and then how long before y'all were like exclusive and then how long before the engagement? Okay. I'm a bit, I'm a bit, I'm, I am a walking calendar. Okay. Okay. So we met, um, December, uh, we went on our first date, December 30th. Um, we went on a date after that in January when I got back, but, um, for his birthday in March, um, I wanted to do something special. Mm -hmm. I'm really big on birthdays. Um, and I wanted to, uh, go somewhere number one, and I wanted to show him a good time, so I planned a trip for us to go to Savannah. At this oh, point, yeah. we were not exclusive, but I, for me, I go by the beat of my own drum. If I feel right. like you've been consistent, I'm not going to say, oh, I'm never going to take a man nowhere. Right. But no, I'm like, listen, you're a good man. If it don't work out, it don't work out. I feel what I found. You, you know, it is what it is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, I felt very comfortable and excited about doing something to celebrate the man that was in my life at that time. <clears throat> and so we went to Savannah and on his birthday, he was acting all nervous at dinner. And I'm thinking, yeah, I like this place. This place is nice. But he was asking me to be his girlfriend. And so um, I, I was joking. I'm like, you, you more nervous than the actual proposal. He's like, I, I know, right? But it was so cute. So we um, <laughs> made it official on his birthday. We got engaged. That was, March 27, 2021. We got engaged November 14, 2021. Um, mm. We actually closed on our first house on December 22, which is the day we met the year before, 21. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we matched online on December 22, 2020, and we closed on our house December 22, 2021. So I put everything in my calendar. I don't I know why. This. So uh, we got married um, December, I mean, February 22nd, I mean, 25th, 2022. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> we, we got married two months after we got engaged, really, and then had our ceremony in November of oh, 2022. So, gotcha. yeah, so we moved in, and so we were practicing abstinence, and so we weren't sexually active while we were dating or engaged, and so we wanted to do our premarital counseling, and also we wanted to not be in the same house together and not be married. That was that. If I'm honest, that was one of those things that I struggled with because that was not how I envisioned things going. But it was like, if y'all hear that, I'm sorry, that's my dog barking and coughing. Okay, <laughs> I'm like, I was like, but yeah, no, no, um. It's just, it was one of those things where I felt like we went against a lot of uh, social norms and how we, how we went about things from me, you know, taking him on his trip and then he took me to New York for my birthday. And so it, it was just like, I mean, that's been our little thing. We just like to celebrate birthdays or whatever in that way. And so um, it felt very, um, things went very quickly. But I also feel like, you know, 
Um, we had a chance to like meet each other's families and really enjoy that getting to know each other. But um, I think what I was about to say was that I was one of those type of people like, why would you have a wedding after you got married? I mean, if you had, if I could just replay, I I remember telling some friends that, and I was like, that just makes no sense to me. Like, I don't know why, and I'm not a super judgy person. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what gave me that energy to make me think like that, and then turn around and do it. I was like, and then turn around and did a whole cr- hypocrite. I was like, <laughs> ooh, Steph. So I was like, I was like, Lord, forgive me. I don't even know what where that thought process. I guess not. I don't know where that thought process from, but it just I had to eat those words because I'm like, okay, we can't be in this house. And, you know, because number one, and I don't, I don't, that wasn't really his sole reason, but for me, I had young girls that, you know, I was mentoring and mm. other women. And it just, even if we're not having sex, the just the appearance of us no, living together, yeah. it's just like, it can be very, because um, the reality of it is like, we do look to certain people for encouragement sometimes. You know, it's right. not even that, that we're trying to make them an idol or any of that, but it's encouraging to see someone that is walking out with your practicing. And so when you do see them kind of like pivot a little bit, it can be a little bit um, disappointing, disappointing sometimes. Yeah. And it, but it is what it is. You you move on, but it's like, dang, like, you know, yeah. we were in this together and now, you know, you got a man and you just like, Ugh. Yeah, but, it's kind of um, <laughs> like they talk about in the Bible, like, not stealing your witness, like yeah, it kind of messed yeah. it up a little. So I get it. Yeah, so it, we weren't super public uh, about like buying the house and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, we I'm kind of private like that anyway. But at the same time, anybody that asks, I'm like, yeah, we're already married. It wasn't a secret uh, unless unless you didn't ask, and then it was like, oh, right. yeah. I mean, we, we shouldn't so, be minding your business like that anyway. Yeah, because so. I even had like older someone, somebody older. I was like, oh, I didn't even realize y'all got married earlier on our anniversary post. She said, I was, she said, I was kind of surprised that you moved in with him. I can't even lie. I'm like, it's a judgment for me. I'm like, <laughs> okay. okay. So but it just goes to show you that people are watching that you didn't even think were watching. Because I'm like, it's how, real. Did you, how did you even, what? We've never had a conversation about my dating. Say, I didn't even know y'all moved in together. Anyway. Well, I, well, well, my thing is she never knew what type of walk I was on because yeah. I wasn't public with it. I think the only public conversation I had was on that podcast that we did. Yeah. And I was so nervous because I'm like, I ain't never shared this. Right. Ever. <laughs> and I'm like, it was very, I think that, was that 2020? It was 2019, was that, I believe. No. No, 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 no. You know, I know it's 2020 was the day Kobe passed away. Oh, okay. Yep, in January 2020. You, you I, are the walk. See, it was so close to 2019. Okay. You're the walking calendar. I suck at times. So I'm going to. Because I remember I had to gather myself before I walked in because I, I loved Kobe. And gotcha. it was just, I remember I had to get myself together before I came in because I was, they announced it on the radio. So it was January, I think January 24th, something like that, 2020. And I also remember that being a very interesting year or start of a year because I felt like there was a lot of changes going on in my personal life. Yeah. And that was the first time I felt when she, when she asked me about it, I was like, let me just think about that. She's like, come on now. I was like, Ooh, what if I change my mind? It's been a long time. I know. Right. I know. I'm like, oh. It's so hard when I'm you like, tell them so how long and then they be waiting. Like, oh, like, she, ain't um, she ain't talking about it. So question, 
did you ever lose hope on your journey? Yeah. And what did it you It didn't do? look like it didn't look like losing hope. It looked mm. like changing my standards. Mm. It didn't, it, it, I didn't realize it was losing hope. It was literally hey. like Hey, you like, just preached the word, girl. You can't you can't speed past that now. What that <laughs> hey, You said it didn't look like losing hope. It looked like changing your standards. Do you mean like yeah. lowering them? Um, well, it was more so of the type of guy, the guy that I thought I want, I was like, you know what? I think I'm maybe being too picky. Like, you know what? He ain't even got to love Jesus. He just needs to know how to spell Jesus. Okay. That's it. You know, I, I, I'm kettle. I've been there. And then I'm like, uh, you heard of him, right? Like, okay. So you don't believe, okay. That's, you know what? One day. And I think that 2020 was a, you know, a challenge. Number one was what well, leading up to 2020. So the end, the latter part of 2019 was a very pruning process mm. for me in the sense of the guys that I really thought I wanted to be with or really had my eye on or things like that because I was very, I wasn't meeting anybody new. So I was really just going back to my drawing board. What does that do? Don't, ain't that annoying? Like, what is this season where you don't meet nobody new and you like, for real, God? Cause I know I mean, they like. I tell you, like I didn't, I didn't meet new people. If I met a new person, we were probably. I ain't gonna sit up here in line and act like I was doing the ghosting. They was ghosting me, and I'm like, how time I found out, oh, they got a whole family or whatever, and I'm like, okay, thank you, Lord. <laughs> well, well then, bullet, bullet dodge. But it was just so, very frustrating because it was like I was really going back. One of my friends, she said, "Girl, you keep recycling these people." I'm like. And you know it's not gonna work. You like, you've done this. It's good for the environment. Okay. <laughs> it is a lot. So how did you get yeah. out of that mindset of okay, um, I'm gonna Well, if I'm uh, I would love to say that I just woke up one day, it was like, no, it just really I think it took that separation from them. Um mm-hmm. some of them moved on, some of them transition in life like it was just a lot and so I think that it was a pruning process that by the time I met him my heart wasn't anywhere else like by Mm. the time I met him there was no one that could come back and say you know I want a piece I want there was no hope for anything else with anyone else I was really at a place where I was open it wasn't like oh I wonder what things would be like it was you know because I was in the back of my mind I might have a couple people like you know what he might make a good I really didn't have nothing Nothing to nothing. go off of. I, I was like, nothing. So <laughs> it felt like a drought, but it was really preparation. Is what yeah, you're because you know it was very, um, like I said, it's like a pruning process. It was like one by one, like God was like freeing me, like and and it would sound crazy to them because they didn't even know I probably felt that way. But in my head, <laughs> I did. They had oh, a, they still had a window. Yeah, they they sure. had a window, you know, and. As one window locked, the next window locked, whether, you know, whatever that looked like. And God was kind of like, I was very comfortable and being open. I think that was the first time where I wasn't trying to, um, I, I was, I was at a place where I was very comfortable because I was, this is going to sound crazy, but I was always very comfortable being single. Mm-hmm. What I desired was like a family and marriage, but the part of not knowing when it was going to happen was, was what bothered me. Because I enjoyed singleness. There were a lot of pros to being able to move and do 
you know, and go places and visit friends and, you know, just live your little best life or whatever. Um, but there was also like a part of me that wanted something different, but that part of not knowing when it was going to actually happen was very frustrating for me. Cause I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna be content here. But at the same time, like, wait a minute, at some point I gotta, you know, if I want to get married and have kids, like I need to kind of speed this process up and what is that going to look like? Like, when is it going to happen? And so I, so I think that the older I got, the more anxious I got because I realized like, but I'm like, Lord, if it's not in your will that I do remove that desire, I don't want to be sitting up here wanting for something that is not going to happen at the same time too. So I was kind of like in that place where I was trying to be um, very open. Ooh, Lord, it's yeah, be more yeah. open with. It's fine. Um, I'm like, this is so good. I'm like, we're coming. I'm yeah. coming. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh no I uh no I'm just hoping they finish my car. But yeah, yes. I, it was just one of those things where it was just like I really wanted to be able to be free to meet someone without a filter on how I perceive. I wanted to just be in the moment. I didn't want to rush it or I didn't want to um, either drag my feet out of fear, but I just wanted to kind of be in the moment, whether that be like, okay, hey, sis, take this man on this trip. Like, he's a good man. Y'all been talking every single day yeah. since y'all met. Like, you know, his I hate that you up. even feel Celebrate. the need to explain yourself about that because it's like society makes it seem like you Absolutely. need to be guarded. You need to not do no good, but it's like, that's so unfair because we all want that goodness done for us, but we don't want to mm-hmm. give it out because it's and like, to me, you're, you're yeah. so guarded. And it's like, no, just get your discernment up and know who to do it for. That's what it is. That's it. That's it. I'm like, celebrate pe- what I learned. is like, just celebrate people because we celebrate friends and going towards the friends that we need friends with no more. During that time and at that place and that season that we were in, that was a great idea. We went on that girls trip. We went on that. We went our homegirls wedding, and it was great because in that moment we wanted to celebrate somebody that been a lot to us in that time. And whether or not the friendship lasted or not, in that moment, it was worth celebrating. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of looked at it like, hey, you know, I didn't have any motive of like let me secure this man. It was just like, hey, this that's how I operate normally like I go above and beyond for friends and so I'm like okay this guy you know because I had one friend ask she's like so have y'all made it official yet and I'm like I'm like no not yet I said I'm, I'm you know it's probably coming I'm not sure when I didn't know that you know during that weekend it would be it but I still was gonna leave feeling content you know oh, like okay yeah. we had a good time you know I got a chance to learn this person a little bit more celebrate them be with them and even like um we purchased a house before we got married I had uh, somebody told me, they like, oh, so you going to buy that house before y'all even get married? And I'm like, don't be sowing seeds now to have me up all night. I'm so but tired it was very- of finding your business. But I do know they come from a good space. It comes from a good place. And sometimes it comes yeah. from a, a hurt it's very, or it's a It's very behind me saying, like, I know my assignment. I know my discernment. I hear God. You yeah. straight. <laughs> you good. Yeah, but yeah. I need to wrap up so I can go ahead and head to my Bible study. But... <laughs> I do want to ask you, um, what advice would you offer women nowadays just to keep their hope in these seasons? Because what I have noticed about you, you went through your hopelessness, but you kind of started to look inward before, like your husband came, you started to Mm -hmm. 
dive into, okay, how can I be an even better woman? Because I know I'm a better woman. How can I be an even better woman? Even the part where you talked about how when dating stuff ended, you weren't as anxious or angry about it. Like, I think that's Mm -hmm. great as well. But what other advice would you offer women losing hope? Um, well, for one, I'll say like, um, my, I empathize with, Mm -hmm. with women because I, I, I was, I, I was there and I've celebrated others and things like that. But I would say just continue to do hard checks, you know? And what I mean by that is, you know, when you start feeling, um, a little bit anxious or discouraged or even envious, because I mean, it's very real. You know, uh, when you start rolling your eyes at that post mm-hmm. that that person or that thing makes or your heart, do a heart check and really just go before God and lay, lay that, mm-hmm. lay that concern or that hurt or whatever it is, because it's not, it's not always easy. And so, you know, I really don't have any like, um, concrete like advice outside of just really just trying to keep in mind that the lives that we live are really for him first. And so just keeping in mind, like every season has a purpose, mm-hmm. every season. And sometimes we can rush past or try to, and it can feel like we're we're not rushing because it's like it's been forever. But sometimes we miss what God is trying to do in one season because we're trying to get to a next. And then sometimes we'll look back and be like, hmm, I had a lot more time. Like, even if I'm honest with y'all, like, I um, my worship looks different. Like in the morning, my whole schedule is different. Mm. And it's, a, it's something I'm having to learn how to do differently. And it's not a bad thing. It's just something new. It's, new, it's, yeah. it's a lot of new, mm. new stuff. And so it's an adjustment. And I even going from not having a child to even like becoming like an parent, it is, um, it is easy sometimes to kind of look back and even kind of envy a previous season. Mm. You know, wow. You, know, you pray for something. Pray for it's it. like, God, it's like we are constantly wow. struggling with contentment. And That's powerful. Like, girl, you're preaching to me right now. I'm like, hold on, let me not cry. I'm not a crier. But hey, <laughs> you got me about to cry over here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like we're constantly struggling with, with contentment, you know? And it's one of those things where I feel like God is like, you know, I'm here regardless if you got the job, the husband, the house, whatever it is, like, you know, I still have a plan for you and I still have, you know, a plan for this season of your life. And sometimes it's to grow that business to prepare for when you are, you know, in that relationship or, you know, I really don't have an answer because I used to get frustrated when people like, you need to do this. You need to go on a fast. No, people been fasting. People done fasted for years, you know. I'm like, so I always like to say just do just continue to keep your eyes on Christ and give yeah. yourself grace. Um, if you're having a low moment, kind of sit. Yeah. That's the therapist coming out of me. Like sit in that, explore that, write it out. Because yeah. I mean, it's been times where I can look back in a journal, and I'm not gonna sit up here and lie and say I journal all the time. I only journal when I'm mad, to be honest with you. But you know, <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's real. That's real. I'm like that's how I get it out. So um, you know, sometimes you look back. At those, those times and realize, like, oh, Lord, this is growth, you know, or you could be like, That's okay, true. this is the area for growth because I'm, I'm still thinking the same way, you know. So it's just really about kind of just kind of recentering yourself and asking God, like, okay, what is it that you want me to do for this day? You know, we've got, we've probably seen more than anything, like, people 
are in our 30s and, you know, you know, our 80s babies are, are not living past 40, you know. And so it's like, you know, what did I consume myself with during that time? Like, where was my heart? Where was my thought? Because anything can become an idol, not just marriage. It could be careers. It could be, you know, your children. It could be it could be a lot of good things that that happen. But it's just like, OK, Lord, let me let me not allow those things to distract me from you. You know, even in marriage, I'll just be honest, like, you know, you get so busy with just trying to navigate marriage. And now you realize, like, you got two Christian people, but y'all got to learn how to be one together. And so mm-hmm. one of the things that we recently started doing, and I mean, it's only been two weeks, but, you know, I pray that we will continue with, like, praying in the morning together and at night. Yeah, because you're I would so do my day. by yourself. Exactly. Dang, I never so, thought about that. Yeah. I'm like, so now you got two people who love the Lord, but life is lifing. And mm-hmm. you wondering why the enemy is trying to creep in. It's like, he said, y'all God is there. He mm-hmm. said, y'all not on the same page. Y'all, mm-hmm. you over here talking to Jesus on your own. And he over there talking to Jesus on his own. And lo and behold, here go my car. See, right. I am, <laughs> it's just, the only thing I can say is that um, just enjoy the season as much as possible. And mm-hmm. know that um, God is there. And he's, he's okay it. with every emotion. Every prick. Every cry, every pissed off day. Every guy, why do you hate me? <laughs> um, well, thank you for joining me, girl. Um, I appreciate all your wisdom. Thank you and for having me. Inspired. Have a great rest of your night. Bye, girl. You too. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.